0: Hello there, Luke Conran here and welcome to my podcast, How's Your Week Been? This is a weekly romp, or whenever I remember to record it, through the minutiae of my life, with the occasional email from you, the listener, to make me feel just that little bit better about my own misgivings. So why not grab yourself a cuppa, have a listen, and let me know how your week's been on info at lukeconran.com or simply spend the next 30 minutes thanking your lucky stars that you're not me. Well, hello. The sound quality on this, uh, these recordings these days are just getting worse, um, and um, I refuse to pay somebody to do it for me. So, this is real life nitty-gritty, and if you don't like it, then... Um, well, I'm sure in your own little ways you'll tell me, by not listening. Uh how are you? Well, it's been... How long has it been since I last spoke to you? Oh, it's like going to confession, isn't it? Oh, forgive me, Father. Oh, it's been a week and a bit since my last output. Oh, no, sir, sorry. Three... Hail... Hail Mary! Hail Mary! Hail Mary! You can tell I'm not religious, can't you? I've never, I went to Sunday school once because they gave away biscuits and crisps. Tessa Chapman told me about that. I went with her. Her family were very religious. Her mum, Mrs Chapman, uh, rung my mum once and asked if I wanted to go with Tessa and her family to see a man called Billy Graham, who I believe was, is or was or whatever, a religious preacher. Um, Which I thought was very nice of them to ask me. And I I thought, well, will there be biscuits? But Janice, good old mum, said no. She ain't going to that. Sorry. Thanks for asking. But no, I am out. She is out. Goodbye. And who knows, had I have gone to see Billy Graham, then maybe I would not be the filthy reprobate that I am today. Maybe I would be... A completely different character. Maybe I would be um, of genteel nature. Maybe uh, the only F that I would have in my mouth is food. And the only swear word I would know would be... I can't fucking think. What's not a swear word? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, what I'm saying is... Good... Bloody good job I didn't go and see Billy Grahamy because God knows what will have Well he well he would have known, wouldn't he? He or she It's definitely a man, isn't it? Right, so what I've done this week I've been very ill. Oh boo hoo, Louise. What it was after the last time I waffled in your ears, I think I was saging my room. Um, I had my sage incest and I was wafting it around the room and I was clearing the house of all bad and evil energies from the rooms in the house. Um, However, I think that I cleansed my own bad and evil energies because during that recording I started getting a thumping headache and then what happened was um, I went very strange um, and I had vertigo and I still have vertigo now. So I can only think that I am trying to cleanse my, the evil from my being. And it's taken, a, it's taken a week actually, so there's a lot going on in there. There's a lot of cleansing that needs to be done. I've had a bath so the you know personally that sort of cleansing is fine but mind body spirit and all of that well it's clearly fucked isn't it so what i did was i tried to while the gentleman caller was out yesterday i went round the house again and um so while he was out yesterday i went round the house again saging and saying the prayers and i thought well maybe that'll make me feel better maybe another purge well, no, now I'm festering in my own stench in a dressing gown. I don't know whose it is, but it's in my house, so I can only assume it's mine now. So that's that. So I've been off ill all week. Today is the first gig back. So this today is Saturday, the 5th of August. I will be back gigging tonight. Yeah, I shouldn't... I? I sh, let's just say I shouldn't be driving. There was an incident last week. Oh, dear. Anyway... Oh, what? So you smashed your wing mirror, Louise? Yes, back off. So, what I've done in my uh, trying to make myself feel better is uh, me and the GC, we watched, I don't know whether you've seen it, a film called Cocaine Bear. Well, What a riot of a film that is. We saw it advertised on the Gogglebox, which, incidentally, I think me and the GC would be brilliant on. So if anybody knows anybody that works on Gogglebox, would you please get us on it? Thank you. We've got a wedding to pay for. Um, But this cocaine bear. Well, in brief synopsis, man chucks cocaine out of aeroplane. Does a drop, I believe they call it. Bear in forest in America finds cocaine, gets high on cocaine, goes on a rampage. Not too dissimilar to a lot of ladies and gentlemen I have seen in the Manchester area on a weekend eventide. Not too dissimilar at all. Uh, so, we'll, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, it's based, sort of based on a true story. So that bit's not hilarious, but the film itself was very good. This bear goes bloody mad, biting off legs and heads and arms and chewing on bits and pieces. And oh, it was hilarious. I know it shouldn't be, but it really was highly recommended and very worth, very much worth the, the rental pl- price. I can't speak. The rental price alone. So if you haven't seen it, I would get on that. Um, and I was going to say, well, maybe it's not for vegetarians or vegans. But, but it is, because, well, actually, yeah, the GC used to be a vegan. And he was fine with it. And I don't know why I would say that. Maybe it's because the bear's eating the humans. That's OK, though, isn't it? Yeah, because it's just the revenge of the animals, isn't it? Yeah, so what else have I done this week? Well, I went. I went the other day to have um, a voiceover showreel recorded. Now then, that sounds easy. No, it's not. I had to pretend um, to care about garden centres. At Knockhuts, we do shbubbidi-bum-bum, show it up your ass, la la la. And apparently there's a technique where you're supposed to just smile for the listener. I am smiling while I'm talking. Okay, because apparently that lifts the voice up. Uh, all it's actually done is really hurt my cheeks, or in Portuguese, my bochecha. Uh, it's really, it, the, Richard, the wonderful guy that I did the VO show, that's a technical term, VO uh, showreel with, he was like, uh, I can't hear you smiling. So I was in this booth trying to smile whilst talking about biscuits, which obviously, don't get me wrong. Bloody lover biscuit, thank you. But when you're trying to care about, like, oh, uh, an animal sanctuary, we, re- we rehome lots of dogs. That's great. Can I just say, in defence of my friend, she went to the Dogs Trust. She got a doggy from the Dogs Trust very recently. Well, you might rehome all animals, Dogs Trust, but there's no... Aftercare, I would suggest. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I should say allegedly and apparently. Maybe she take out the name Dogs Trust altogether. Oh well. Done it now, haven't I? She's got this dog. Very cute. Fine for the first couple of days. Anyways, ripping people's faces off. And he's fine. He's very territorial and very protective. But I'm sorry you get a dog from the dogs trust because you want to rehouse and rehome a loving pet that hasn't been treated very well but should come with warnings thank you that's all i'm saying and actually my friend anna lovely anna she's just um got herself a little pluppy oh a little pluppy a black labrador puppy oh my goodness he's so cute he was made um on a farm and he was not from the Dogs Trust. He was made on the farm and he's such a little oh he's such a little piglet. But Anna's house is like a museum. It's got lots of antiquities and beautiful things in. So I'm a little bit concerned that um she'll have nothing left. What was I talking about? Voiceovers. Yes, so I've now done that. So listen out, guys, for I now just need to get a voiceover agent that's what I need to do so if anybody knows one of the so if you know people that work on Gogglebox please could you sort that out for me please um and if you know a voiceover agent I'd be very grateful for that thank you because as I keep saying I have a wedding to pay for can't recommend the guy highly enough rich uh in Alsager or Alsager as my parents call it but where is Alsager Lou who fucking knows uh what else have I done this week well because I've been poorly Sally Slaywood, my podcasting spit or swallow partner in crime came over she came for a visit she was gigging in the area and um well i tell you what Sally right so I have a danger friend my friend Susu that's actually calmed down now that she is a parent I mean not completely calmed down she She's still an idiot, but she's still a brilliant idiot, but she's calmed down. But Sally, you see, Sally, very much like myself, not a parent, never been married, loose. She is a loose woman, and for that I love her. She turns up at my house with Gary Barlow's wine. Has anybody tried Gary Barlow's wine? I was a little bit put off by it. I, I don't know whether I really want to drink a wine with somebody's name on it. Ooh, would you like some Gary Barlow? Well, maybe I would change my mind if it was Robbie Williams because he's the one everyone wants to drink, isn't it? Really. Nobody really wants to drink Gary Barlow because that's too pure and clean, isn't it? Isn't he a born-again Christian or something like that? I mean, I'm really hating on religion today, but, you know... That's my thoughts. Robbie Williams, oh, you'd drink that, wouldn't you? You'd drink it dry. He's not a Sauvignon Blanc like Gary Barlow. Robbie Williams, he's a rough, kind of a deep red, isn't he? He's like a, a Barolo or a Shiraz or a... Or a jammy red roux. That's, I mean, yeah. He's a thick red wine, Robbie Williams. Gary Barlow, no... Sort of a cleansing Sauvignon Blanc, which is what it said on the bottle. And according to Sally-Anne and the Gentleman Caller, well, according to them, it was delicious. But I just, yeah, I don't know. Kylie Minogue, she's got her own wine. I'd drink Kylie because she seems to me to be um, a clean, living, wonderful person. And any juice from Kylie, I'm not a Lesbatarian, but I would have a crack on her. She's a beautiful woman, she's talented, she's funny, she seems really kind and generous. Her wine, I would imagine, would turn me into Mother Teresa. Gary Barlow's would probably make my genitals go dry, Uh, I think. Maybe I should give it a go, maybe I shouldn't be so judgmental. It's quite a good thing though, isn't it, to think about, as a person, what wine would you be? At the moment, if I was a wine... oh, I don't know what I would be. Fermented. I'd be buckfast, wouldn't I? Yeah, that's what I would be. Rancid and festering and had by everybody. That's me. Buckfast. We had cheese. <gasps> we had delicious cheeses. I even bought a pate. Chicken liver pate. Haven't had pate for ages, but Sally was coming delicious just a slither from morrison's over the road lovely slither of pate, delicious chicken liver am I, am I allowed to tell you that i am a fan of the foie gras and i know that's really cruel it is really cruel and i haven't eaten it for years because um i've only ever eaten that with my posh friends of which i do have posh friends but they've for some reason they've sort of moved away recently and i, I don't know i haven't seen them that much really maybe it's me but the foie gras that I tried, I did. In my defence, I did eat it without knowing the cruelty that goes into it. And if I was going to be a pate, I would definitely be a foie gras because I had, sometimes I eat so much that I cannot get out of my own onesie. I cannot get out of my own bed. And I do. I've always said that I'll probably have to be airlifted out of my house when I die. What a way to go, though, eh? Yeah. And you'll prob- they'll probably find like packets of super noodles under my folds are more savory than sweet you see so it would be I'd have cheesy armpits and you know sometimes when you when you're on holiday have you ever had this when you're on holiday I used to get this a lot when I worked in Portugal and you'd eat like the cheeses and you'd have the milks in a foreign land and sometimes you can smell it coming out of your pores. no just me okay well, what I'm basically saying is I've eaten a lot of cheese and pate over the last couple of days. And that's all I can spell is cheese and pate coming out of my paws. And Sally's always, I mean, Sally likes to be fed when she's here. She likes to be fed and I'm very happy to feed her. And then the day after my friend Ruth came round and my friend Susan came round and Ruth bought cake. Susan bought cake. And do you know what we had a wonderful discussion about? The GC was here, he was joining in on the girly chat because I think he was a woman in a previous life. Um, I don't think he realises that women, when they're together, certainly with my friends, I don't know what it's like for you, but when women are together, we do talk quite base. We talk about our bodily functions. We talk about smelling our periods. We talk about smelling our bum holes. Now, this was the question, and I'll raise this to you, the audience. When you think of your own bumhole, now this is—I'll tell you why I'm thinking of this—is because I don't think the gentleman caller's bumhole is in the right place. Now he's asked me not to talk about this, but of course I'm going to talk about it. I, in my imag— in my imagination, doo, 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 I always imagine that the bumhole is higher than where it actually is. I believe, and apparently I've got quite a long, dense crack in my arse and apparently my bum hole is is lost in amongst the rump of course it would be because i have a mighty anus horribilis right the gentleman callers i always thought that the hole would be sort of like so let's imagine the crack let's go down the crack halfway down the crack if he bent over (laughs) bum hole there no it's not there Apparently, I've been wrong all these years about where the actual bumhole is. The hole lay. Apparently, it's just sort of like so. Let's imagine the bollocks, right? And then let's imagine like the gooch area, right? And then just below the gooch is where the bumhole is. And I guess it's different because you're laying down. So I'm always imagining where the bumhole is when you're standing up. Anyway, well, this led to a big discussion about where everybody's bumholes was. Sally's. Sally's, we know where Sally's is because she's quite vocal with hers. We also had a question about what our farts sounded like. And whenever Sally farts, she always sounds like she's asking a question. Ruth, Ruth's farts. She's always shouting, fire, fire. Susan, very sly farts. Hmm. Hmm. Mine. Mine. I've got a veritable pick, a mix of vocal sounds from my rancid bits. But anyway, so the conclusion was Sally's asshole is sort of um, not where she thought it was. Ruth's, we don't know where Ruth's is because she's got quite a, a good rump as well. Susan's, very clear. I've heard hers cracking open in a toilet in Mexico. Uh, I've also seen her squatting naked over a suitcase. That was she was packing before we went to Mexico and the Susan has been with me through thick and thin there isn't a hole in my being that Susan hasn't seen smelt or witnessed so you know we're all very good pals but isn't it, is it a weird question where is your bumhole? then we had a chat about uh, I, if you're still listening then thank you then we had a chat about um how do you wipe after your movements how do you wipe now I am a standard, let's sit on the loo, let's do our business. I'll tickle the front and I'll go round the back and wipe the back passage. And sometimes if I've had a particularly stubborn stool, what I'll do is I'll ram the tissue up the hole and I'll blot it like I'm blotting lipstick uh, with my um, bum hole and I'll sort of eat the paper (laughs) and then just give it a good old rummage, in, out, in, out, just to make sure I don't get any flicky bits on the oh god I don't know what I'm saying anyway I, I like to think I'm thorough however this has been um of late questioned because um the apparently my genitalia sometimes can look like you know when you leave a tissue in the washing machine sometimes I've thoroughly cleansed so much that I've left half the tissue in miles, um as discovered by the gentleman caller while he's been mining. Anyway, wiping. So Sally, Sally hyphen Anne with an E, she, she stands up to wipe. Yeah, think about that. Sally stands up to wipe her area after she's been to the loo. The gentleman caller's brother, he's a stander-upper and a wiper standing up. How can you get a decent purchase on cleaning the whole areas if you're standing up? What, would you, what I don't understand this. Will you please tell me, are you a stander-upper or are you a sitter-downer when you wipe? I'm not entirely sure. I trust the fact that people wipe their bottoms while they're standing up because we've all done it when we thought we'd wiped thoroughly and we've walked off and gone about our day and then we can feel a little bit of grit in, haven't we, haven't we? Uh-huh. Um, anyway, you please tell me. Are you a stander upper or are you a sitting-downy type person? These are the thought-provoking questions they need on question time. Not, oh, how can we fuck the country up a little bit more. I didn't intend to go off on this. I have got a list of things to talk about, but this was not on that list. I can only apologise. I'll go swiftly to your emails. Here we are. Oh, now then. Emily, Everly, Emily, 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 Emily Shufflebottom! Thank you for your email, Emily. You are a trooper and a wonderful personage. And as ever, as I always say, I never read the emails before, I read them to you. So if I get a load of abuse, we'll be sharing it together. Hi, Lou. Hi, Emily. Loving the podcast. Thank you. You really help some afternoons at work uh, make work that so go so faster. So thank you. You're very welcome. She's even put a love heart emoji in there. She really loves me. Thanks, Em. Had a great weekend last week. Good. Performed for the first time at our local Pride in Congleton. I did my Zumba demonstrations and everyone loved it. The rain held off for us and it was lovely to see so much pride in our little town. Well, that is wonderful. Have I ever tried? I have been to Zumba. Listen, I have got no rhythm whatsoever. I've got no coordination. My brain and my legs do not speak to each other. In Zumba, it was more like a... I was doing karate or something. One leg was going one way. The other one didn't know what to do. My arms were joining in for some reason and my head was wobbling so much I thought it was going to come off. I was a hazard. I had to be put at the back of the room. Not unlike the time I auditioned. Now get this. I auditioned for Cats the musical. No, I don't know why either. But not just like a chorus part. For the part of Teaser, which is the gymnast cat. Well, I'm sorry. How Right, what it was, the agent, I had just done a TV programme called The Teddy Bears, which was the ITV's version of The Teletubbies. You wouldn't have known it was me. I was dressed as a six-foot orange teddy bear. It took 40 minutes to get in the costume. And if you needed a wee, let's be honest, I just pissed down my leg. I got fired. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But, so because I'd been a teddy bear... I got asked to go and audition for um, Cats the Musical, (laughs) okay? But there's always a little part of you that thinks, oh, I could get this, I could be found. No, that's not what happened. Um, I went to the back of the room. Um, I couldn't keep up with the first 10 seconds of the dance routine. Uh, We had to do a step ball change, step ball change, step ball change, meow, and then turn round on the meow. And I turned around and then I found myself at the front of the dance routine and it was the most humiliating afternoon at that time. I've had several others. Um, And then I just left. I walked out. I said, I'm so sorry. My agent was having a laugh when she sent me here. Everyone agreed. I walked off, walked straight into a cupboard. That was even more embarrassing. Then found the right door and I left. Very embarrassing. So what I'm saying is, please don't try and make me do Zumba Emily because I have no coordination. If there is a way to make me dark. This is what I'm worrying about. You know, you're supposed to have a first dance at your wedding, aren't you? Well, I don't know what the fuck. The birdie dance. That's what I'll do. Long week at work, but made better knowing today I was having a new tattoo. Oh, Emily. Oh, you'll have to send us a picture of the new tattoo. So thrilled with it. Just can't wait now for it to heal. Well, what did you have? You can't just say that and then not tell us what you've had, Emily. Oh, You see, they're addictive, aren't they, the tattoos? Very, very addictive. I had um, a tattoo in Australia. Um, I had a tattoo in Brazil. I had a tattoo in Aylesbury. Yeah, that's exotic, isn't it? Um, And I've also had, then I had another tattoo back in um, Adelaide when I was there this year. They are addictive. You don't think they're going to be, but they really are. Because basically you're scarring your own body, aren't you? A friend of mine's just had a tattoo on her neck. I, I, no. See, fair play to her, because she's got a beautiful neck. It's very long and it can take a tattoo. I, for the listener, I'm stroking my neck now. And my neck is like, it's like somebody has rolled down a polo neck, but left several lumps in it and also I've got a touch of Deirdre Barlow as well you know really straight neck like that so I wouldn't have a tattoo on my neck that's what I'm saying right, next email Octopus, we will take £3 million from your account on the 11th of August fuck you Octopus Lydia Lydia, Lydia, Lydia Lydia I thought I'd catch up on my week well, Lydia, thank you. I'm very pleased. Oh, no! Really... <laughs> this is horrendous, Lydia. Lydia. Oh, this is so funny. I mean, it's not but it is. Lydia. Dearest Lou. Oh, I like that. It's like you're writing. You know, like in the old days where people used to write to each other. Do you remember that? Oh, I miss that. Dearest Lou, thought I'd catch you up on my week. I had a rather large lady admitted to the to the hospital bed opposite me. Unfortunately, she couldn't close her legs. (gasps) So for about 24 hours, I had her fanny winking at me. Oh, Lydia. Oh, at least it was winking. At least it wasn't doing anything else. Oh, imagine if if she fired ping pong balls in your face, Lydia. Mind you, that's uh, physiotherapy, isn't it? You could have caught them. You could have practised. You could have kept fit while she filed balls out of the tuppence at you. The good news is, um, as for me, the good news is that the strength in my legs has returned and I'm now able to walk with the aid of an upright Zimmer frame. Good! This is what we like to hear, Lydia. Positivity! I'm able to turn over in bed, which is a bonus. Oh, well, you see, this is just great. She's had a reaction to the bedpans. Oh, no. I mean, you need to go, but you don't want to go and have a wee or a poo on something that makes you bits and pieces itch dear she said i developed a drug allergy rash all over my body and as one of the hca's healthcare assistants said it's even on your mini on your mini story about that lydia when we were little that's what my mum used to call our tuppence my sister and i's uh fannies oh it's a mini it's a mini blah 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 so that's how we grew up thinking that that's what it was called right then Get this, my dad comes home from work one day and says, oh I have bought a new car, yeah, what is it? It's a mini, ugh, shock horror, then all I can think about is my dad now driving around in a fanny, going to work in a fanny. Anyway, it must be a Gloucester saying as I've never, have you never heard that before? Oh, that's what we used to call it all the time. Oh, the le- oh, a bit of excitement. Obviously, not for her, but the lady next to me had a seizure. <gasps> Everybody came running in. Normally, the emergency buttons get pressed by mistake, so it was a bit of a shock when it was pressed for real. Fortunately, she's recovering nicely. Well, thank the lordy for that, Lydia. That's all for now. Love and hugs. Well, Lydia, I'll tell you what. You've brightened my day with a picture of somebody else's fanny in my face, and, and I never thought I'd say that, thats but thank you. Have a look next time, see where a bum hole is. That's what you need to do, Lydia. We all need to check where our bum holes are. I want measurements, people. I want, is it a, is it a knuckle away or is it a forefinger away? Just so I can reassure myself that I am, that everything that I have is not a Picasso painting and it is in the right place. Do you know what I mean? Questions, Louise. Oh my God, look at the time. No, I had another email here somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. I can't find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now then. This is what I keep getting. Wow. These rude emails. Do you have a buried penis? What a question to ask. It depends what day of the week it is. And it depends how rigorous the gentleman caller is. Because that man can burrow he is a borrower not a borrower a burrower. so yeah do i have a buried penis well that's ridiculous this secret practically unlocks the true 12 inch potential of your manhood i don't want a 12 inch penis thank you i don't want and let let alone do i want one near my mini thank you no disrespect to people if you do have a big one whoop-de-doo I went out with a man that had a penis like a pepper grinder. And can I just say, my fanny was like a windsock for about six months after he'd finished with me. (sighs) Now I've got this one. Guess what? The G-spot is not a spot. Well, who knew? It's a tube of erectile tissue that surrounds the urethra. Well, I don't know who's been listening to my conversations because you know the phones and the uh and the computers listen to all of your conversations i don't know what you've been listening to but i i i'm fine with the g-spot thank you it's actually a nightclub in brazil the g-spot yes true story i don't want to find the g-spot on the end of my penis and i don't want a buried penis and i certainly don't want a 12-inch penis please thank you and i don't want to claim my diesel Oh, and I don't want a slot bonus. Well, you can shut up with that, you dirty. This is just filth. What else have I got? Well, I didn't intend to do this with you, but this is this is the sort of shite that I get. Russian lady want to see my eye? Putt- no, I don't. Thank you. Now I've you see now what's happened is I've read this out and I'm just going to get more. I don't want that. I'm going to end this here before I, it all drops into the ridiculous now then you lot you're all lovely could you please email me and tell me how your week's been are you on holiday have you had a holiday are you going on holiday let's discuss holidays next time you can email me on lukeonran.com no you can't that's my website you can email me on info at lukeonran.com and if you want to join the Patreon, you can, but you don't have to. It's www.patreon.com forward slash Luke Comedian. But no obligation there whatsoever. All I need to know from you is, where is your bumhole? Thank you. Can anybody got me on Gogglebox? Can you get me a voiceover agent? And let's find out what parts of the body Lydia has stared at next week, please, because Lydia keep up the good work. Thank you. Emily, well done. I'm really chuffed to pieces that you had a wonderful pride. Um, Good old Congleton. That's brilliant. Good for you. And to the rest of you, for whatever you're doing for the rest of your week, have a wonderful time. I'm going to go and take some seasick medication now to stop me wobbling. Um, I'm like a wonky trolley. I keep veering off to the left very much like the gen anyway it's fine okay you lot have a wonderful week thanks for listening it's really appreciated as always uh big snogs ciao ciao